Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words and Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of The Power of Words, The Winner's Mentality. And I know you might have seen the title of this and said, oh, keeping your dream alive. How to keep your dream alive, overcoming adversity. By keeping your dream alive. And there are so many people I speak to. And I want to encourage someone out there. You have a dream. You have a vision. Don't let go of it. I know we're living in crazy times. And we're living in times where you're like. Oh my God. Many are losing their head. But today I want to encourage someone. Don't give up hope. Don't lose hope. Keep your dream alive. Even in the face of adversity. Keep your dream alive. We'll be back right after this. The new book by author Kevin Treasure. The power of words. The winner's mentality. Out now. Consists of 21 chapters regarding the use, effects, benefits, and consequences of the words we speak and the influence they have on our lives and the lives of those around us. Discover how to hold your tongue in the most trying times. Discover the real power you possess with the words you speak. Discover how what you say has a profound effect on your life. No person desiring success should be without this book. This book will teach you how to live a victorious life, which includes 24 winner's mentality points regarding wise words, 17 winner's mentality points regarding anger, 16 reasons why saying nothing is wisdom, 10 ways to frame your future with your tongue, 6 winner's mentality points regarding good health. The book is available in paperback and ebook format. Order your copy today, priced at $9.99. Available from www.kevintreasure.com, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, and many more. Or call 07903-940-399. The Power of Words. The Winner's Mentality. Get your copy today. It's me back, Kevin Treasure, a.k.a. The Winner's Mentality, helping you win with the power of your words. And today I just want to encourage someone i speak to people all over the world through this program through this podcast and i thank all those that are supporting this podcast you can go to my website www.kevintreasure.com you can reach out to me on facebook on instagram facebook kevin treasure on instagram the winner's mentality you can hit my youtube channel and then the winner's mentality please hit me up follow me like share subscribe or all the things that they do out there i really need to get more up to date and i really need to push myself more but i'm a person i really like to just encourage people i have so many people that are looking at discouragement facing fear and anxiety and i believe that we are being placed in this world to make a difference i tell people your eyes see your nose smell your mouth speaks your hands feel your feet walk your heart beats every part of your body plays a part every part of your body has an assignment amen so i believe that we were born for an assignment every single one of us are born with purpose we all have purpose but how do we continue to go forward how do we keep our dream alive our purpose alive when we are faced amen with adversity and i want to speak about a man a young man you people know him a young jewish boy called joseph and joseph was the youngest of uh he was actually 11th youngest his brother benjamin was the 12th but imagine this he's the 11th brother he's got 
10 other big brothers, 10 other very big brothers, much older than him. And he is the 11th. So he is way down the pecking order. He is like near the bottom of the food chain. <laughs> but what I love about Joseph and what he discovered, he was born. Sometimes we don't know. We don't know what families are going to be born to the siblings we're going to have or parents we're going to have. But the Bible says that his father loved him. He, he loved him because he loved his mother. I mean, he had four different women. Let's, that's that's not recommended now, but he had two wives. That's not recommended now. <laughs> and um, he had his wives, gave him the handmaids also. <clears throat> and he was, the, he was the child of the wife that he loved. He loved Rachel. <clears throat> and the Bible says that he gave him a coat of many colors. Many of us know this very special Bible story that he gave him a coat of many colors. Now, to be honest with you, I'm a father also. I have three beautiful children. In wisdom, you do not show any child more favoritism than the other because you're going to actually, you're going to cause some sort of division, some strife, some envy and some jealousy. And as we can see here, you're going to sometimes cause some hatred. And that already started a little bitterness and rivalry going. That He gave him, he loved and he showed his love. He, he made sure people knew that I love this son more than all my other sons which isn't in hindsight not really a good thing but hey this is what happened and the bible says that joseph had dreams he was a dreamer he was a dreamer and he dreamed a dream in the bible says in genesis 37 he dreamed a dream and he said that he dreamed that uh, he says they were building sheaves in the field and his sheaf arose and stood upright and all your 11 sheaves all your other sheaves uh, stood round about me and made obedience they bowed towards me and it's like what are you talking about are you going to reign over us and the bible says that they hate him more for his dreams and he said he dreamed another dream and he told it to his friends and behold i have dreamed a dream and behold the sun and the moon and the 11 stars made obedience to me they bowed towards me they, they honored me and he told his father and his brothers this dream and his father even rebuked him but his father took note of the dream and the Bible said his brothers envied him even more. Now, being the 11th son with 10 older brothers, and now you are telling them these dreams, I think he was a bit naive in his dreams, and telling them these dreams, <clears throat> um, that I see you guys bowing down to me, I see you guys really um, honouring me, and even though you're older than me, I'm just telling you what I see. And I can imagine the household, can you imagine what he was going through, the, the things that he must have faced, the slaps on his head and the little snide remarks that he must have heard about himself. And even through this all, he had to keep his dream alive. And one day he was going to see his brothers. And the Bible says in verse 19 of chapter 37, and when they saw, and Joseph went after his brethren and found them in Dauphin, and when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to kill him. And they said one to another, Behold, the dreamer comes. Come now and let us kill him and cast him into some pit. And we will say that some evil beast has killed him. And we will see now what has become of his dreams. Issue number one. Do not tell your dreams to people who are not interested in your dreams. I'm going to say that again. Do not tell your dreams to people who are not interested in your dreams. Some people do not want to see you go any further than where you are right now. <clears throat> and it's the honest truth. Some people are happy for where you are. But the minute you get above them or the minute you decide to go to somewhere where they do not even hope to go, 
that's when you're going to start seeing the true colours of people around you. The Bible says that let's come and kill this dreamer. They wanted to and see what will become of his dreams. So it's the fact that they just they didn't just want to kill their brother. They wanted to kill his dream. There are people out there that want to kill your dream. The only reason why? Because they don't have one. And there are people because they don't have one, they don't want you to have one. But that will not be your portion. You've got to keep dreaming in the face of adversity. And his brothers didn't like him. They made sure they knew that he didn't like him. And the fact that they wanted to kill him and they made sure... And the fact that they made sure that they, they made sure they said, "Listen, let's kill him, and let's going to see what become of his dreams." But they could not kill him, and I want to let you know, they cannot kill what God has put inside you. I'm going to say that again: any dream that God has put inside you, it cannot kill. And how do you know it's a God-given dream? How do you know this dream must come to pass? It's that dream that won't go away. It's that dream you had when you're 15. That dream you had when you're 21. That dream that you had when you're 30. The dream that you still have at 45. It's that dream that just won't go away. The dream you've put in the book. You've written it down seven years ago. But it just keeps popping up. It's there at the back of your mind. And it keeps coming to the forefront of your mind. And it just won't go away. That's when you know a dream is from God. That's when you know it won't go away. And that's the dream that is beckoning you into your future. That is the dream that is going to make you the person that God has called you to be. Don't let an adversity adversity stop you from fulfilling your dream and even though his brothers may have tried to stop him these brothers may have said things about him and eventually his brothers wanted to kill him but someone stood up and said no let's not kill him let's sell him you know why because it's all part and parcel of the plan of god and there's some of you you've got a dream and you're trying to work before your dream you're trying to work towards your dream and there may be family members maybe so-called friends or neighbors or people you don't even know and they're trying to discourage you from your dream. God may have told you, hey, I need you to leave this job. I need you to leave this part of the country. And I need you to move way over to another part of the country. And everybody's like, you're crazy. You're getting 50000 a year, 100000 a year. You're getting this amount of money a year. But it's not about the money that you have now. It's about the money that your dream's going to generate. I'm going to say that again. It's not about the money that you have now. It's about the money that your dream is going to generate. It's about the lives that you're dreamed. It's about the lives that are going to change because of the dream that you have. Because the dream that you have is going to change lives. And as you can see here, the dream that Joseph had, amen, it was a God-given dream. And God is just showing him that one day you are going to be the head. And one day you are going to change lives. <clears throat> and you're going to preserve the life of your very family. And they will bow down and they will honor you because this is what I'm doing in your life. Now, as you can see, they did not understand the dream. <clears throat> Sorry, they did not understand the dream and they did not even like the dream. But it was all part of part of God's plan. But Joseph did not let his dream die. He was sold to Midianites going down into Egypt and they sold him to people that would take him down. That would eventually be his destiny. And they thought they were doing him evil. The Bible says that Joseph said in the latter day, he says, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for my good. They sold him to Midianites who were going down into Egypt and he was sold again into a man called Potiphar. But all through it and all along the story of Joseph, we see one familiar trait. The Lord was with him. God was with him. On the way to your dream, when you're facing adversity, when people are buffeting you and hating you, trying to stop you and trying to hurt you and try to kill your dream, I want to let you know if it's a God-given dream, God will be with you. Always put this in your spirit. When you're going through the low times, 
when you don't have no food and you're trying to just make your dream happen. Some of you have dreams of doing films or writing plays or even books or sports. Some of you are going into politics. Some of you may be going into medicine. Some of you may be going into sports. You may be going to music. And God is looking for game changers. God is looking for pioneers. People that will shift the narrative. Some people may be going into areas where there is a darkness. And, and God is saying, I want you to be the light. I want you to be the change. I want you to change the narrative. We see so much negativity and evil in our music nowadays. I was telling someone, where's all the music about love nowadays? It's all about killing and hating and making money and and all kinds of foolishness but God is saying you as a young person I've gifted you to be a psalmist I've gifted you to sing but I want you to sing for my glory I want you to change the narrative of what this generation is listening to and you may seem like a big feat but with God nothing shall be impossible so don't let no one or nothing stop you God was with Joseph and God will be with you through the dark days through the lonely days when, the, when no one understands you days God will be with you God was with Joseph and through all God was promoting Joseph and the Bible says that Potiphar saw that the Lord was with him and he left everything into Joseph's hands but even in this situation the Bible says Potiphar's wife took a liking to him now sometimes with the favor of God on your life some people may take a liking to you, but it may be the wrong kind of people. So on the way to where your dream is going, be careful of the wrong type of people and the wrong type of influences. Now, it may not be a woman or a man. It may be just people who want to take you away from your dream or take you away from God's purpose and God's plan. Be careful of the people that you come around on the way to fulfilling your dream. I'm going to say that again. Be careful of the people that come around you on the way to fulfilling your dream. I think I need to say that one more time. Be careful of the people that will come around you on the way to fulfilling your dream and your destiny. Because some people have ulterior motives. Some people are there to take you away from your God-given dream. Some people are there to distract you from your God-given dream. So you've got to be careful of different distractions. And yes, they may come in the form of sexual distractions or the form of, or the form of distractions that will take you away from what God wants you to do to do what other people want you to do. You've got to be careful. And I speak to myself also because they'll be going along and you'll be going along and people say, hey, jump on this. This is working for me. But God said it may be working for them, but that's not what I've called you to do. So you've got to be careful about the distractions, overcoming adversity on the way to fulfilling your dream. And the Bible says because he wouldn't fall for her um, adultery, he wasn't, uh, he was a man of integrity. <clears throat> and on the way to where you're going, you've got to be a person of integrity. It's so important. It's so important. On the way to fulfilling your dream, you've got to be that man or that woman of integrity. Integrity is doing things that you're supposed to do even when no one else is watching. And because of that, he was lied upon and they threw him in jail. They threw him into prison. But through it all, we see this golden line that the Lord was with him. So even in the lowest part where he thinks that God has forgotten him, I want to let you know God has not forgotten you. God is with Joseph and God is with you <clears throat> so I need some water and the Bible says that through it all even in the prison he was promoted he was put in charge in the prison the prison guard didn't look about anything that's how you know everywhere he went he was promoted everywhere he went he saw the favour of God upon his life but he still didn't let anything stop him even adversity even in prison he was still working his gift so wherever you are keep working the gift that God has placed inside of you and in the adversity of going to prison, the shame that, that must have felt on him, but he knew that God was with him. 
that he knew there was a purpose because he didn't let the dream die. Even in your darkest days, do not let the dream die. Now, I don't know what prison people are ending up in. I hope you don't end up in prison. But if you know, if you if you end up in the worst possible place, but you know that God has given you a dream, don't let the dream die. God knew that from a teenager, Joseph knew that from a teenager, God had called him for purpose. And many of you from a youth or from a young age, there is purpose inside of you. There's some young person listening and you know that you're born for more. You may be born in a village, born in a small town, somewhere in some part of the earth, all over the world. I don't know where you are. And it may be, okay, how can God make me significant of where I am? It doesn't matter where you are. It's who you have and the dream that God has placed inside of you. And it doesn't matter if your father doesn't like it. Your mother thinks you're crazy. Your brothers and sisters think that you're wasting your time. And your friends think, why don't you just get an ordinary job? You know you weren't born for ordinary. You were born for more. So in the face of adversity, when people are saying, do this and do that, you're wasting the time. Oh, you're crazy. Oh, you're mad. Listen, it's about listening to the voice of God and listening to know what you know he has placed on the inside. It's about living your dream because you only have one life and you've got a goal for what God has placed inside of you. And it doesn't matter. You may be 50, you may be 60 and you may be saying, oh my God, it's too late. It's never too late. I mean, it's never too late. The guy that created KFC, the colonel, as we know him, you know, the guy, the white hair, the white beard and the white moustache. He started KFC in his late 60s, mid 60s. He had mid 60s, he'd retired. And he'd said, let me start doing what I love best, frying chicken. And everybody all over the world knows Kentucky Fried Chicken. So it's never too late to live your dream. It's never too late to find your destiny. But on the way to your destiny, you've got to overcome some obstacles. Some people will talk about you and say things about you. Some people try to stop you and fight against you. But you've got to know if God is for you, who can be against you? You've got to know, listen, I was born for this. And I want to encourage someone that the adversity in going for your dream is what's building your character. The adversity is building perseverance in you. Don't be afraid of adversity. Some people fold in adversity. The Bible says if you if you faint in a day of adversity, your faith is weak. But adversity is supposed to build character. The adversity that you're facing is building a better you. I'm going to say that again. The adversity that you're facing will build a better you if you allow God to if you allow God to mold you and shape it shape you. Don't be the person that lets the adversity begin to hate your enemies. The Bible says, bless your enemies, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that despise you, use you. The only way you can do that is if you've got God on the inside. Sometimes people don't know what they're doing and sometimes the, the adversity that people are giving you is what's actually pushing you into your destiny. Joseph's brothers didn't realize that them selling them to the Midianites, going down to the Egypt, they were the ones that actually pushed him into his destiny. So sometimes the adversity that you're facing is actually what's pushing you into your destiny. It's making you a better you. I say to people, do not let adversity and hardships cause you to be bitter. Cause them to make you to be better. I'm going to say that again. Don't make adversity and hardships cause you to be bitter. Cause adversity and hardships make you to be better. You've got a dream inside your belly and that dream cannot die. And if I've got anything to do with it, I won't let it, I, I will refuse to let it die. Because you were born for more. There are many people in the graves that had great ideas, great dreams, great visions, and they did not come to pass. That will never be your story. The dream that you have 
shall come to pass despite the adversity despite what people are saying despite the roadblocks the diversions there's this slight of rerouting you know when you're on this sat nav and it's saying there's been a crash there's been an accident we've got to reroute and sometimes the rerouting may make your route longer but you will still reach your destination you were born for more you will overcome every adversity and you will and you will reach your destination this has been me kevin treasure aka the winner's mentality hoping you win with your words be blessed thank you for tuning to the power of words the winner's mentality please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review check out our website kevintreasure.com follow us on instagram and facebook you are born to win